This is a presentation of the Trine Broadcasting Network, part of the Center for Sports Studies at Trine University. Learn more at trine.edu. Welcome into a new episode of the Storm Center Podcast. I'm your host, Drew Everhart. Got a lot of cancellations and post and a lot of games being postponed over the past week. So wasn't a lot that happened last week, so I decided to get an interview. Asked Amanda Prather she would come in. She thankfully said yes. So we're going to have an interview of her. But first, we're going to th- go through the weekly rundown, see what all happened last week and what's going to go on this week. So let's go ahead and jump into it. Hit it. Here in the Storm Center. Women's lacrosse lost to Wooster 12 to 11 on Wednesday. They then beat Wartburg 18 to 4 on Sunday. Congratulations to Jillian Rezcheck on earning MIAA Women's Lacrosse Athlete of the Week. Women's track and field took Evie Miller to run in the Raleigh Relays on Friday, where she ran a school record for the 5,000 meter run of a time of 16:26. That record earned her MIAA Women's Outdoor Track Athlete of the Week. Congratulations to Evie. They will be in the Hilltopper Relays and the Wash U Distance Carnival on Friday and Saturday. Women's tennis lost to Kalamazoo 7-2 on Saturday. They will host Adrian on Saturday, travel to Alma on Sunday, and then travel to St. Mary's on Tuesday. Women's golf will be at Hope College on Thursday, then host the Trine Spring Classic on Saturday, then be at in the Steven Tyler Memorial on Monday. Softball will travel to Anderson tomorrow on Wednesday. Got to change, did not change that in the dock for a doubleheader. They will then host Hiram for a doubleheader on Sunday. Then they will start out conference play at home against Kalamazoo on Tuesday. Acrobatics and tumbling will be at Adrian on Saturday. Figure skating will be in the U.S. Figure Skating Intercollegiate Regionals in Adrian, Michigan for the weekend. Baseball traveled to Franklin on Thursday for a doubleheader and lost 12-2 and 11-5. They will be at Ohio Northern on Tuesday and will host Olivet on Saturday. Men's volleyball lost to Mount St. Joseph 3-1 on Friday and then beat Wittenberg 3-0 on, on Saturday. They will be at Olivet on Wednesday, host Baldwin Wallace on Saturday, and then host Mountain Union on Sunday. Men's lacrosse beat Illinois Tech 6-4 on Saturday. They will host Earlham on Wednesday and then travel to Anderson on Saturday. Men's tennis will host Kalamazoo on Thursday, host Adrian on Saturday, and then travel to Alma on Sunday. Men's track and field will be in the Hilltopper Relays and the WashU Distance Carnival on Friday and Saturday. And then finally, men's golf will be at the Steven Tyler Memorial on Monday. All right, so now we have a special interview with shortstop from Trine University softball team, Amanda Prather. Thank you for being here. Thanks for having me. So, been a weird season so far. Very been much. traveling all over the world, basically, going from Georgia to Florida to Kentucky. And then as soon as we think we're going to have home games, they're all getting postponed. Uh, do you think Mother Nature has a vendetta against the team, or what's going on? <laughs> I think it's just that Indiana weather. We got spoiled down south in Georgia and Florida, and... It was pretty chilly in Kentucky, but it was playable. But got back up here, and there's still snow on the ground and 20-degree weather. So It's always great coming back from a place like that than having to jump back into reality. I know. <laughs> so I, we took, in, took it in while we were south because we were like, 
we're never going to play in like the 70, 80 degree weather, not in Angola, Indiana. Right. So. so there was a couple times last year, probably it got up, it got up there, but it wasn't that great either way. It was always something last right. year. I know last year we played at Kalamazoo and it started snowing and slating in the middle of our game. Man, that is softball weather if I've ever heard it. Oh my goodness. Man. Yeah, we're just used to, you know, football, it's always nice weather. And then, and then it's winter just, sports is all inside, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. And softball, it's just whatever yeah, comes whatever. in. It's just yep. what sees what you get. <laughs> yeah, I love how it's like always like nice weather to like the first semester, not even the, like the first half of the first semester. And then after that, it is just terrible weather from there until the end of school. Yeah, and then like as soon as finals week comes around, it starts getting nice. You're like the one time I actually need to stay yeah. inside. It's nice for like a week, and then it just gets unbearably hot, and then it just sucks again. So. We always have the nice weather on days that we practice, but then days we play, it's always freezing, rain. Yeah, why can't you ever practice in the terrible conditions so that when it's perfect, you're just tonight. Tonight, practicing <laughs> thirty degree weather. So. Man, do you guys do like uh, hitting outside or do you uh, do that inside Hershey? Um, it depends on the weather. Like today, they did it inside because it's so cold. But yeah, I was like, gonna say that would have to that yeah. would hurt so bad. Nice <laughs> days, we'll go outside. But a little shocking on the wrists. It does not feel good. So the start of the season, we had a lot of high expectations. Of course, coming off last year, you guys were absolutely killing it. And then you go into probably the toughest tournament going on in the country. What was that like? Was that like a reality shock? Um, I think it was more just for us to kind of get our feet wet, kind of see where we're at against those teams. Those are teams that you're going to see postseason tournament. Um, as a young team and not being able to finish our season last year, we didn't really get to see that kind of talent, more of our conference. But you kind of just see where we're at and see where we need to grow and with our young team just trying to figure out like how we work together as a team. Um, we figured out that we might not hit five home runs a game. We might have to small ball every once in a while. Um, just kind of figuring out how to work with each other with the new positions and new teammates coming in. Right, because I noticed because last year, I mean, like half, half, even more than half the line was hitting like 300 last year. Mm-hmm. It's one of the most insane things I've ever seen just going down the roster. This year, I think like three or four of you at the moment, it's early, but are hitting around 300, 400 area. So that's just, that's had to have been really tough to adjust to that. We had a big hitting slump the first two weeks. Um, some of us are starting to work out of it. Some of us are still trying to figure it out, but... I think our defense had been, been top-notch, basically, and our pitchers had been doing fantastic. But you got to hit the ball to win the game. And I think you saw that with some of the games in Georgia against those top teams that, like, if we maybe could have hit the ball mid-season form, we might have been in the game and we might have been able to stick it out. But Yeah, you touched on that pitching staff. That those All of them were really fun to watch last year. And then, mm-hmm. I mean, Campman – I only got to see her pitch a couple times, but seeing Adrian Rosie, Lauren Clawson come in as freshmen and do what they did. Like Adrian Rosie was had a zero ERA for like two months. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then she finally <laughs> yeah. got one earned run, I think, that whole season. So what has that been like just knowing it's like, hey, if, as long as we get if we do our job on offense, they're gonna do their thing. Our pitching staff puts in work. 
like they have their individuals and I have to catch them sometimes and they take it seriously. And I know Rosie stepped up last year. Lauren stepped up. E's grown a lot. She stepped up this year. Oh, I forgot Anna Kebble. Anna Kebble is just insane. She's leading that group. She's doing so well with them. Um, I mean, there's nothing bad to say about those pitchers. They put in the work and they know that we're going to work behind them. So they have full faith in us and they just get their job done which is all you can ask of them. What is the catching looking like this year? Because last year you had Bailey and Victoria behind the plate. They're both gone this year. So what is that looking like? We have two freshmen that came in, Ainsley and Ange, and they are like best friends. They went to the gym all the time together in the off season and worked together. And they go to their own individuals and work on stuff with Coach Harvey. And Ainsley's uh, been the starter for most of it, but – Ange also got some playing time in the start, and they're doing fantastic. I know Ainsley's seeing the ball really well right now, and they're just being solid behind the plate, really. And working with that partnership with our pitchers to have that battery is really important because it keeps us in games. We're like games where we maybe weren't hitting as well. We're still in the game and have a possibility. So, because last year you had the ultimate battery mates of Campman and Porter. Mm-hmm. They were, she was her personal catcher, basically. Right. And that was – those two were just so good to watch overall. And, I mean, we talked to Bailey last year. She was great all season, especially there towards the end. She really got it going. But, man, that, that end of the season last year was a heartbreaker. It was, yeah. It yeah. was tough. Um, just to kind of pick up steam there at the end of the season and feel really confident going into the finals of the conference tournament and just to just kind of shut it all down in one day. It's, it's tough because you feel – Incomplete almost. Right. Like, it feels like there's so much more you could have given, and you had the opportunity to push for more, and you just, it just got taken away. So, it still never made sense to me how you guys didn't make yeah, the national after all that. Cause even you guys finished 21 overall, you start out 16 this year. I don't know how you guys didn't make it. I, don't know how it all lined up in the end, but I know Coach D was talking to all the coaches and they were all saying you guys should be very confident and telling us that like we look good for it. Oh, and I then, saw Coach D on Twitter after that. Yeah, he was, he yeah. was yeah. livid. So I I don't know what happened, but at the end of the day, you always want to get that conference win just so you have it. Right. And you don't have to worry about the bids and all that stuff, so... Well, Ben and I were always very critical of the NCAA. That's oh definitely one reason. Why. Pretty sure the NCAA has us like blacklisted or something like that. They, <laughs> I don't think the NCAA likes us very much, Drew. I don't. I don't think it's our fault. No, it's their fault. We're voicing it. It's their fault it, that we, we don't might like be them. <laughs> contributing to it now. But. You know what? Most of the most of the problems we had were with basketball. So now that that's over, the NCAA has a chance to redeem themselves. Yeah. And, and put respect I mean, they're on starting off on the wrong foot this yeah. year. <laughs> <laughs> they got a long way to go. It's all right. It's a long season. It's a, it's a very long season. Not really. We're already Honestly, yeah, you're right. It's like, yeah. it's, I was talking with you about this the other day. It was, mm-hmm. You guys are almost all, to conference like in a week. You're already like halfway through the season. It's insane. Yeah, we start conference Tuesday, I believe, with all the games being moved around. It's hard to keep track. But I think we're, we play Kalamazoo to start out conference this next week. So the way Coach D broke it down for us is we have three seasons within our season. We have the first tournaments of our season, where it's like Georgia and Florida, and then we have our off season, and then we have our conference. 
and conference is always exciting. Especially, there's been a lot of time. I've seen a bunch of Albion players earning player of the week. Uh, hope is always in the conversation with everything, obviously, because they're hope. We just, I hate that we have to talk about hope so much. I know. I hate that we talk about hope as much as we do. And it's just, what was it like being in a conference like this where it, it's a tough conference? Like, I don't think there's a lot of schools that have to deal with this. Right. I think softball is a game that can go either way. Every game, you always have to play your best. Um, but our conference has really stepped it up. I know Alma has beaten some of the top teams. I know they beat DePaul earlier this year, who's always a big competitor for us. And Hope always gives us a run for our money, as seen last season. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think it'll be interesting to see, and we always have to come out with our A game against our opponents. Man, so uh, looking back at it, if I if I'm correct from if I got the right information here, so uh, Mercedes Daughtry, she won uh, most valuable position player last year, she did. Uh, and she's back this year, yep. uh, right? That's, so that's fifth uh, year, insane. yeah. I would say so. What is like having her like presence in the locker room? Like obviously she's very experienced, she's a veteran, and obviously she's a great player in her own right. Uh, what's it like having her? And obviously she plays second base as well, and you play shortstop. What's it like having her just out there in the field with you guys in the huddle? Like, what does she bring to your guys' team? Her leadership is incredible. I think a lot of our younger teammates look up to her a lot. Her relationship with everyone. She's so personable. You can come to her with anything, and she's willing to teach you from her experience. Because really. She's the only one on the team, minus our other seniors, that really have that experience of a full season going into postseason and what it takes to get there. And I know she stepped up big last year for us, and she's doing well again this year. And just her leadership, I think if she takes the reins of this team, this team is going to look tough at the end of the season. And she won player of the year, and she didn't start playing till like a quarter of the way through the season. Correct. She was yep. out there for a little bit, so that was an insane stretch to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm looking at the MIAA website. Well, it's not just it's not just Mercedes either. Obviously, we have uh, you were first team all conference yep. last year. Um, I think we had who else? I think Ashley was. Um, I think it was just you three on the first team. Oh, and uh, Anna Copel was also on the first team. Um, so obviously you guys are all bringing a lot of experience. Uh, does that honor being like first team all MIAA? Does that, what does that mean to you? Because we've heard before, um, from like the basketball guys, uh, Nick said, Nick Bowman said that, uh, winning MVP is not a personal award. It's a team award. And I think, I think softball is an even bigger team game than basketball is, at least in my opinion, because mm-hmm. you only can bat three times in a game, four times in a game at most. So, um, do the, uh, is that like something that you guys like think about often? Is that like a goal that you're chasing this season or is it just like, you know, it's nice that we got it, but that's not the end goal. Personally, I don't think about them very much. Um, I honestly had no idea I got that award until they brought it to my attention. Um, But as you said, this game is a team sport. And I think, especially my focus, I'm more defensively minded and like, being able to have Scarlett next to me on my right and Mercedes next to me on my left, like the partnership I have with them, like we move and you move together. So it's like knowing that they have my back and that I have theirs and like being able to rely on them really makes you comfortable and allows you to play to your best ability because you know you have that partnership with your teammates. 
Yeah, if anything got past the infield last year, it was a big surprise because mm-hmm. I mean, Scarlett is a vacuum at third base. Yeah. She's yeah. insane. That was her freshman year last year. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, that whole – and even if it got past the infield, the outfield was right there. You guys are all good. <laughs> Seeing Scarlett's growth into this year, like, it has been incredible to watch. She grew a lot last year, and just being able to – kind of bounce ideas off of her and, like, work with her on the left side of the field has been great. She's so intelligent. Her softball IQ is so high. It's it's amazing. I'll say, because when I was watching her last year, I was like, I'm surprised that she was a freshman. Mm-hmm. Just because third base is a hard position, especially when you're starting and at the college level as a freshman, that was very impressive to me. I never enjoyed that position. I just <laughs> – balls being hit that hard at me is – I like to have more reaction time, yeah. so props to whoever can play that position. I think I've played it like two different games in my senior year of high school. I loved it. I don't know why. Mm. I guess I didn't think about it, just being like, hey, balls are coming at you pretty hard, but I don't know. I just enjoyed it. I don't. Am I crazy? I don't know. I mean, softball, it's, it's like the hot corner is what they call yeah, it. Yeah, so, yeah. like, you're going to get – shots beamed at you but then you also have to play the small ball game where someone might bunt you might have slappers who like Mm -hmm. if like Lexi comes up she's a power slapper so she's gonna slap but you it could be hit to the fence so like you never know I still have to get used to slap hitting because when Mm -hmm. I first saw that I was like okay (laughs) that was one thing I really had to adjust Mm -hmm. doing broadcasting slapping seemed just so difficult to me I cannot hit well obviously i didn't play softball, I played baseball, but I just can't even imagine trying to run forward while hitting the ball and like trying to place the ball at the same time. I don't, I don't know. I, I would well, there's fall a reason. Yeah, there's a reason I didn't play baseball after middle school. So, you know, if that means anything. <laughs> I would straight up fall on my face if I was doing a slap. <laughs> I would trip over saying. my own feet. Just, it, it would be ugly. Oh, yeah. Never mind the fact that I'm also, you know, I'm right handed. So that doesn't exactly help either. Oh, yeah. That's true. <laughs> but. Man, I'm looking at the uh, looking at the stats here uh, for you guys. So uh, it hasn't been like a ton of like lineup turnover as of yet, and I don't think there was a ton last year either. I think we pretty much kept like the same nine on the field to start. Um, is it nice? I mean, you guys kept most of your starters. Most of the starters returned this year. Uh, how much did that help like your guys' team chemistry coming into this season? Um, it helps a lot because, like as I mentioned before, that partnership you really build on it, and you know where each other's going to be and you know what balls they may get to, what balls they may not get to. Um, I know we've had a couple interchanges. G's starting to play in that DH role. I think she played first base one game and she's really stepped up big. I think April Sellers has gotten a shot here in the outfield too and she's been stepping up for us pretty well. Um, But just having that comfort of the returners and like being able to have these underclassmen step up into their roles I think it brings them comfort as well because they have trust in us and we have trust in them that they're gonna step up and do what they need to do as well so because we saw that last year um I can't remember for life me a name right now but um I can't even find the roster Emerson Haney did really good in her role last year I mean Scarlett Ellie we talked about her you were a sophomore last year Ellie was a sophomore last year just amount of youth on that team and how you guys performed was really impressive and we were saying last year this team's gonna be a force to deal with for the next two years if even like four Mm. 
I think as we gain more experience and we build that relationship as a team, I th- there's nothing stopping us at the end of the season. Yeah, I mean, um, obviously, I, I don't play softball, but even before I came to Trine, before I even started getting recruited by Trine, I'd always heard that there's there's two teams that are always that Trine always has that are guaranteed to be good every single season, and that was the football team and the softball team. And I mean, it's no joke when you walk through Hershey. I mean, I'm, I'm assuming you saw that when you came on your visit. There's just so many awards just for the softball team yeah. in Hershey, just trophies after trophies. Um, how do you guys, like, embrace that culture? I mean, obviously, Coach D has a, mm-hmm. plays a huge role in that, but just, like, what's your team's culture like? Because obviously you guys are aware that Tryon has a reputation for being very good at softball, but also I haven't met a single person on your guys' team that's, like, cocky. They're never, like, oh, like, you know, they're never, like, flaunting it like that. Yeah, Everyone's yeah. humble. Uh, could you speak to, like, the culture on the team? It starts with – Coach D and Coach Harvey and Coach Smith, like they do a great job at setting their expectations for our program and make it very clear of what's expected of us. Um, Coach D's biggest thing is not just softball, but like helping us grow individually outside the sport, which makes us better people in general. And um, the upperclassmen do a good job. I know, especially my freshman year, they set that culture on us early and said this is what's expected this is how the programs run like this is how it is basically and you either accept it or you don't but I think Ubuntu is our big saying of our mm-hmm. of our team and everyone on this uh, campus pretty much knows that and it's just we're a family unit we work together and we help each other and we have each other's backs and I think that's important and it goes past the game of softball and I think that's why we find so much success because we build that unit and we have that culture. I wanted to talk about freshman year because were you guys down in Florida when everything? We were, yeah. What is up with everyone being in different places? Because basketball team was in Maine when it all got shut down. You guys were in Florida. What was that like just saying, basically your freshman season is being taken away. You played, what, seven games? We played our, our trip in Florida. I think we got like seven, eight games in maybe. And we got to the airport and we were heading back and you kind of heard the chatter of like things might get shut down. We don't really know what's going on. And then we had practice when we got back and we got called into the press box and Coach D basically sat us down and was like, season's done. Like there's nothing we can do. They're sending everyone home. And like just the heartbreak for the seniors because like they don't even get a shot at their last Mm -hmm. season. And a lot of them like – I know we talk about fifth years now and maybe even a sixth year, depending on the sport. But, like, a lot of them already had stuff lined up after their graduation, so a fifth year wasn't even, like, in question for them. So they kind of got that final year taken away from them in a way. And it was just – everyone was riding high off that year because the year before was the trick play and all the other guys. The big World Series. Yeah, went down to Texas. Everyone was so excited. Like I was hearing chatter all over the place. Hey, softball's gonna be really good. Like you need to go to softball games. And unfortunately, didn't even get a chance that freshman year. Luckily, last year got to see him. It still wasn't even a normal year last year. Yeah. <laughs> no, barely. Well, I guess there were some fans allowed. Were there? Or were there were fans yeah. allowed. I was yeah. gonna say because I remember when I went to the and everything. Yeah, when I went yeah. to the broadcast, it was like there were fans, but it was like all like very like spaced out, and it wasn't like a normal like crowd or anything like that. I like to hear other people's COVID stories because it's something that affected all of us. Yeah. Like, not one person was unaffected by COVID. 
and it's always fun to hear people's uh, hear people's stories. Because um, I mean, shoot, I remember when school got canceled. I was so happy. <laughs> Senior in high school, just happy that I don't have to go back. But um, I mean, this that is weird. <laughs> I know. I mean, this is really like the first year. Like this is really like your first season. That's a normal. Like oh, that's going to be. Yeah, knock on wood. Yeah. That that's like a normal season. Um, so I'm sure that has to be really exciting for you guys, especially for like, uh, probably like the seniors too, who had one season and then since then it hasn't been normal. Now you guys finally get to go back to playing, no masks, crowds in full. So I'm sure that's gotta be really exciting for you guys. Mm-hmm. It's been really exciting. And at the beginning of the season, it was really funny because last year we had, you had to wear a mask in the dugout. And so like in between innings, you had to put it on, you had to keep it in your back pocket and whatnot. And at the end of the games, when we do like our handshakes and stuff, like you couldn't do that. And so this year, when we get down to Florida, everyone's like walking off the field after the game, and we're like, "Oh wait, we got to do handshakes again!" And everyone got so excited because it's like it's like a little thing, but like we didn't get to do it, and like you miss it, and it's like part of the game. Yeah, and that's something that like if you're in like little league, you do that since you're like five years mm-hmm. old. Yeah, it's, that would be yeah. I never thought about that. It would be very weird not to have that. Because I remember watching basketball games, they'd just be like, "Do we?" And then they just wave to each other. Yeah, they would wave and then walk off the court. Which honestly, dude, if I'm playing a game and like say the away team beats us and they wave goodbye, (laughs) dude, do you you know how heated I would be, bro? Do you know how mad I would be? I'd be punching the air. I would be so so upset. But no, I'm glad that's done away with. I'm I'm praying for a normal season for you guys because I really want to watch. I mean, I'm, I want to watch all these softball games this year. Drew and I will be doing a lot of the broadcasts. So I'm super excited, praying that something just, I mean, I, at this point, there's just, life is so unpredictable, especially like these last two years. So praying for a normal season, softball is the only thing keeping me sane. So ho- hopefully, hopefully. I guess we'll see. I mean, you have track also. Yeah, but like, but like track wasn't really <laughs> affected by it like that much. Like when I came in, like, since like especially outdoor track i mean you're so like spread out you have like your own lane you're not really coming into contact with the people so for the most part it didn't change too much but you know it's like i'm just glad that all all of the sports here on campus were are able to have like a normal season started with football and then obviously basketball and stuff in the winter so i'm hoping that we can make it all the way through the year without some bs happening and just ruining it all so yeah, uh, everyone listening, please knock on every single yeah, for wood yeah, for item yeah. you can, a stool, a nightstand, whatever you can, please. I'm going to run over to MTI and go knock on knock the Knock on the court. Yeah, <laughs> knock on the court. But, uh, Ben, I believe, is that it? I mean, I think that's all I got. All right. Well, Amanda, thank you for being here, and thank good you. luck the rest of the way. Thank you. Big thank you to Amanda coming in. Always fun to have an interview in here, especially from the softball team. Uh, good luck to the softball team as they are getting ready to ramp up in the conference. Season's moving really fast, and, uh, yeah, it's going to be really fun. There's going to be a lot of softball on the Trine Broadcasting Network as they will start at home on Sunday, so be tuned in for that. And, as always, thank you to Ben for coming in as well. First week not talking basketball. It was a little weird at first, but then we finally – got into it. It was a lot of fun. So for that, that is the episode this week. We will talk to you next week. Good luck to all Thunder teams throughout the week. This is Storm Center.
Thanks for listening to this presentation of the Trine Broadcasting Network, part of the Center for Sports Studies at Trine University. Learn more at trine.edu.